Hey there, welcome to the Hot Mess Mom Health Podcast. Do you wish you could find a sustainable way to get healthy and not feel overwhelmed in the process? Do you find yourself up late at night scouring Pinterest for meal prep ideas and quick workouts? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel stressed out and disappointed when you fall back in your old habits? Drive through the Chick-fil-A drive through for the second time this week, all while the fresh produce you just bought goes bad. Hey, I'm Rebecca. I too am a working mom of two littles and self-proclaimed hot mess mom. All my life I've struggled with trying to maintain a healthy weight and feel good in my skin. I could add yo-yo dieter to my resume. After I packed on 50 plus pounds with two pregnancies, I decided to change for good. I wanted to stop obsessing about food, stay consistent, and set a good healthy example for my kids. But I kept telling myself that I didn't have the time, the energy, or accountability to stay on track until I changed my mindset and created one healthy habit at a time. In this podcast, you will find simple, actionable steps so you can create a healthy lifestyle and get relief from the overwhelm. Spray that dry shampoo, grab your iced coffee, turn up the volume, and let's get healthy. Hey there, happy Monday, and welcome back to another episode of Hot Mess Mom Health. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so grateful that you are here another week with me. Happy Monday. And this week, I have a juicy, juicy episode for you. This is, it's getting me fired up, honestly. But what I want to talk to you about is why calorie counting is not a means to lose weight. Calorie counting is not going to help you be successful in your health and weight loss journey. I do not believe that it will. Calories obviously serve a purpose. They're there for a reason, but they are not something that I think you should micromanage. I think micromanaging calories is at a detriment to yourself. And there are so many reasons for this. But the biggest thing that I've learned throughout this entire course of trying to lose weight and get healthy and get to my my best self that I can be for my 40th birthday is that when I was calorie counting, I was absolutely miserable. And this is many, many moons ago, right? When I didn't know what I didn't know. And I would be on a low fat diet, counting calories. And honestly, I felt so deprived. I felt so weak. I was always starving and I had no idea why, right? So if anybody can relate out there to that story where you've kind of, you know, you think that you need to eat 1200 calories a day and you're tracking all your macros and you're staying within your calorie range, but yet you still feel miserable. You're not losing any weight and you're constantly craving all kinds of food that you quote unquote can't have because they don't fit into your caloric daily allotment. So something that I found out when I was actually doing research for this podcast, which I had no idea, honestly, and just it blew my mind was that according to the FDA, nutrition labels can be inaccurate by up to 20% when it comes to listing calories. Now, what? Like, say what? That is a lot, right? Like, let's say you are thinking that you need to eat 1,200 calories a day. 20% in there is a decent amount that could be inaccurate, either less than or more than. And if you're really trying to track that, how crazy is that going to drive you with a 20% deviation? It's almost like it's not fair, right? If that's what you're using as a guide, it's completely inaccurate, which I honestly had no idea about until very recently. So I am learning right along with you guys, doing research, doing homework, trying to figure all of this out. And that honestly made my brain just explode because for everyone out there tracking calories, I mean, no matter how perfect you're being with tracking, you could be off by 20%. I mean, that is ridiculous, right? So 
that was a little bit of information that I did not know, especially in my younger years, and I didn't even know it now. But through all the trial and error that I have been through in my life, the one thing that I know for sure is calorie counting is not the be-all, say-all. And ultimately, I think it just leaves you feeling deprived, overwhelmed with tracking, just feeling like you know, you can't eat what you really want. And not that it's about eating what you want all the time. It is obviously about having some type of discipline. But when you're looking at calories in, calories out, our bodies are amazing, unique creatures that don't all work the same, that don't all metabolize food the same. We all have different um, like health baselines, you know, and just looking at one factor of our completely complex organism of how it's burning calories or taking it in or what we're taking in and what we're taking out is insane. And it will leave you going, just feeling like your head spinning because you're spinning your wheels and you're not getting the results that you want. I'm not saying there's not people out there that haven't counted calories and lost weight. I'm not saying that. But I think that it comes and it's easier to put it back on after. And I also feel like the entire time you were feeling miserable and deprived. And I like to eat. I enjoy food. I can consume a decent amount of food and counting calories never works for me, ever. So things that I've learned along the way is the way that I kind of counteract counting calories because I have not counted calories in years, probably, I don't even know, 10 plus years. Calories have never really mattered to me. And I always look at the food that I'm eating and the list of ingredients. That is key. That is number one. Because if you can really start there, you're going to be eating much more nutritious food, much more nutrient-dense food, and your body is going to get what it's craving. So for instance, if you played the calorie game, let's just say you ate 200 calories of Skittles, right, versus 200 calories of broccoli. And I know that's like two extremes, right? We're going vegetable to sugar. But 200 calories of Skittles, I don't know, might be a handful, if that. Broccoli, 200 calories of broccoli, much more filling, much more nutrient-dense, much more satiating, you know, in the long term. how much, You're going to be more satisfied with it. Although it doesn't seem like it in the beginning because you're like, oh, I want my Skittles. It's It just doesn't make sense, right? 200 calories, you could be so much fuller longer with broccoli and be getting the nutrients that your body is craving rather than the sugar that's going to spike your blood sugar up really high, come, have you come crashing down 30 minutes later, and then you're starving. You're like just going crazy or being hangry because you're so hungry. It feels like you didn't even eat anything. So I think that's the big important thing here is that we need to start looking at food instead of as a calorie as how are we going to fuel our bodies and make it feel the best the longest so that we're not craving the sugar. We're not craving the food that we know isn't good for us and isn't going to fuel our bodies in the way that we need. So For me, that's like baseline is I always look at the ingredients. I try to find things that have the smallest list of ingredients possible. And I mean, things like apple, right? It's just an apple. Bananas, just a banana. You know, strawberries, just a strawberry. Steak, just a filet. You know, not prepackaged items that contain tons of different ingredients, some that are natural, some that are not. And you're looking and reading half of them and you can't even pronounce them. And the ones that you can, you don't even know what they are. So we, there could be a whole other podcast of the stuff that's in our food that we shouldn't be consuming. But that's not why we're here today. It's not why I want to do this podcast. Simply sticking with calories. Anytime you look at an ingredient list that has, I would say, six or less ingredients, you're always going to be making a better choice, especially if you can read it read the label, you know what all the ingredients are, you know that they're relatively healthy. The 
to to some degree, the calories aren't going to matter because you are going to be satiated with smaller amounts of food. And even if you ate the same amount of calories, the nutrient-dense foods are going to keep you fueled longer, keep you feeling better, keep you feeling energized because you're giving your body ultimately what it needs and wants. And a lot of times we're going through the motions of the day just basically fueling ourselves with what I call carbage. And it's just carbohydrate garbage because it's just quick carbs, quick sugar spikes, quick energy bursts, but then you come crashing down and you ate a ton of garbage because there's a lot of ingredients in there that you don't even know what they are and you've just put them into your body. And we don't know you know, some of the effects of some, what some of the stuff is causing. But if you really stick to products that are six or less ingredients, that is a really great foundational step to try to Keep yourself picking more nutrient-dense foods and foods that are going to fuel you better without counting calories. You know, not really looking at anything else on the list. Obviously, I do live a lower-carb lifestyle, but that really started with really looking at what I was eating. When I first started my journey many moons ago, I was mainly paleo. So although I cut out a lot of sugar and I cut out a lot of starches, no pastas, no breads, things like that, it was really about eating whole real foods again and trying to eliminate the stuff that comes in a package. And if it did come in a package, I was really trying to make sure that I wasn't consuming any added sugars. And sugar has a ton of different names, which I'll do a whole podcast on that eventually. But really looking at the label and saying, okay, I know what that is. I know what this is. This looks pretty wholesome. This looks like something that could be good to put into my body. And that's kind of how I started. So ingredient list is so big. Second to that would be the sugars. Obviously, looking, starting to get to know the names of all the sugars, anything that ends in O-S-O, O-S, obviously fructose, sucralose, like all the different sugars, making sure that you know all the names for sugars. There's a ton of great resources out there for that, and I will have a podcast dedicated just to sugar coming up soon. But really getting to know some of these things that are hidden on our labels and staying away for all added sugars. Like So instead of going for something that says, you know, has sucralose in it just going for a strawberry right where it just has natural fruit sugar and I think it's so important of instead of looking at calories as calories and a point system that we're trying to like play a game with like a bank like we're you know burning some and eating some getting out of that mentality altogether can be so freeing because you start looking at food and appreciating it for what it is as opposed to a point system I know that was truly you know, transformational for me is looking at food and its nutrients and looking at food and how it made me feel and taking a second to think, when I eat this, how do I feel 30 minutes later, an hour later? And that's also like probably one of the most important things in your health journey that you can start coming into tune with is how you feel after you eat something. And I'm not even talking the first 30 minutes to an hour. How do you feel the next day? I know for me, when I indulge in a Ben and Jerry's before bed, I sleep horribly and I pay the price the next day because I feel like absolute trash. Consuming that much sugar late at night before bed is just a recipe for sleep disaster and a recipe to have a terrible day the next day. At least for me, it is. And I think when you start consuming whole real foods and you start getting out of that calorie mentality, you really start taking stock in how that food is making you feel. And it starts making you not really want the foods that don't make you feel good. But when you're so you're consuming, 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 watching your calorie count and the scale doesn't move, you slowly become discouraged and you slowly stop really appreciating the food for what it is and appreciating how it fuels your body and how it makes you feel. The other thing that you can kind of get into trouble with with counting calories is getting away from knowing when you're satisfied, right? So if you, let's say, 
I don't know, 1,500 calories is your allotment for the day and you've only eaten 1,300. Instead of actually taking a minute to see how you feel, right? And to say, hey, I am still hungry. What can I eat that fits 200 calories? You're probably more likely to just automatically eat 200 more calories of something because you have that left. So you're not really understanding your own cues and your own signals of when you're hungry, when you should stop eating and things like that because we've kind of tricked our bodies with the consumption of all these carbohydrates and all these prepackaged foods all day long that we don't really know when we're hungry, when we're not hungry, when we don't need to consume more food. We've kind of gotten away from that. And a lot of that goes back to that calorie counting because I think we're all trying to fit this stuff into a number and then it just becomes chaotic and we can't really get into it. We don't even know when we're hungry anymore. We're just eating based upon how many calories we should be eating for each meal. I just think that's a detriment to your health. I think it's not a good way to live. It's not fun. And I think there's better ways to do it, right? I just think that starting to look at ingredient lists, really coming in tune with what's good for you, how do you feel, is going to be key. Really, really, really starting to consume less sugar, less added sugar, and just really getting down to that nitty-gritty ingredient list and trying to find things that you know are going to make you feel good day in and day out and just throw, like, just destroy that whole calorie line, honestly. Just get rid of it. At the end of the day, I just don't think it matters all that much. And also, not even really knowing like if you're somebody that has a lot of muscle on you and you might need to consume more calories, but yet some charts telling you to consume 1200 calories. So then you're not even giving your body what it needs. So really, we don't if we haven't taken stock in getting to know ourselves and our appetite and what we really are craving, what good are calories anyway, right? And then not to mention, like I said, the labels are 20% potentially off. And then also we're, you know, working out on a treadmill or a Peloton bike or going for a walk and you get a, you know, you have an Apple watch or you have a gauge on your machine and it tells you you burned X amount of calories. I didn't, I didn't see anywhere where it says typical traditional like uh, workout equipment are off by a certain percentage, but I find it very hard to believe that that number is ever accurate, at least in my, my book, because that has to take into account the actual size that you are, your metabolism, all these different factors that it's not. It's giving you a generic output. So with that being said, the whole equation is going to be thrown off constantly between the food labels being wrong, anything you're doing as far as burning calories being off to some degree. There's going to be varying degrees, I'm sure, for almost every person. It's just setting yourself up for failure. It's an equation you're just not going to win. And you're just going to be beating your head against the wall, trying to beat it. And it's just not going to work. And at the end of the day, I know I felt deprived. I felt horrible. I felt like I was never eating enough. I never felt full. I always was craving all kinds of crazy things. And it's just not a good way to live. So I say ditch counting calories. Free yourself. And know that there are better ways to do it. Start with looking at ingredients labels. And if you can't pronounce all the things on there, probably not something you want to eat. It's literally that simple. And that's just a starting point. Obviously, it's not perfect, but I think there's a lot of information you can get from just doing that and really getting into trying to not consume extra sugar, trying not to consume a ton of toxic, potentially toxic ingredients that you don't even know how to pronounce that are basically lab experiments. There's so much to be said about going back to whole real foods. So ditch the calorie counting nourish your body with whole real foods, start reading ingredients labels, ditch any extra sugar, and I think you will start feeling amazing. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I will talk to you all soon. 
Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode of Hot Mess Mom Health. If you love this episode, please leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me and it would help me get the word out about helping other moms reclaim their health. Thank you so much.